Penton Audio presents Timing the Market, How to Profit in the Stock Market Using the Yield Curve, Technical Analysis, and Cultural Indicators. Written by Deborah J. Weir, narrated by Anna Fields. Yield Curve Analysis Charles got married just as the stock market peaked in 2000. Since Sally owned her own home, he moved in with her and let his house stand vacant. His friends ridiculed him for not selling or even renting the property and investing in growth stocks. His new father-in-law named his house The Escape Hatch. Charles ignored their teasing for a couple of years. Then he watched his friends try to rebuild their portfolios after the stock market crashed. He watched them take second jobs so they could save. While they moved into small condos to cut their living expenses, his house doubled in value. Charles sold his house near the top of the real estate market and put the proceeds into depressed stocks. The S&P 500 index was still lower than it was the day he got married. Charles almost seemed to have a road map to the investment world. Most people would like to have such a guide. You need to know whether the economy is expanding or contracting and when the stock market is getting ready for a major change in direction. It would also be valuable to know when to buy or sell real estate, start a new company, or stay in a secure job. All of your major life decisions are easier and more productive if you know where we are in the economic and investment cycles. In particular, you need to know when to buy or sell the stock market. We will develop a roadmap with these investment decisions since 1960, we will see why this map, which is based on yield curve analysis, technical analysis, and cultural indicators, works so well. Each chapter is a complete discussion of a separate tool. You will be completely independent when you finish reading Timing the Market. You will acquire such a firm understanding of the markets that you will have the same courage of your convictions as Charles did when he kept his escape hatch until it doubled in value. First, let us demystify the investment world by looking at some curves. Chapter 1. Demystifying the Investment World The investment map that we will develop in this book works so well because it is rooted in fundamental economics. These fundamentals will be our first screen for identifying the major tops and bottoms in the stock market. We need to start with two major facets of economics, the supply-demand trade-off and interest rates. These two subjects come together in that snapshot of U.S. Treasury securities prices called the yield curve. This curve tells us what investors think, and it will demystify the investment world for us. Supply and Demand To use a simple example, if people buy a lot of apples, farmers raise their prices to allocate their scarce supply of the fruit. As apple prices increase, so do farmers' profits and earnings. Wall Street likes earnings, so investors bid up the prices of farm stocks. Apple farmers like earnings, too, so they plant apple trees from fence post to fence post. The following year, there are more apples than anyone can eat, and they rot on supermarket shelves, which causes apple prices to decline. Investors translate rotting apples into declining earnings for farmers, so they sell farm stocks. The farmers need fewer bushel baskets, and the basket makers suffer. 
Soon, the whole economy declines into a recession, which causes investors to sell even more stocks. Apples were expensive when they were scarce, but their price declined when there were too many of them. There is an inverse relationship between price and supply. The other thing that happened when there were too many apples was that we could not use all of them, and the apple business slowed down. Investors watching these prices anticipated the recession by selling stocks in apple farms. Investors buy stocks that they think will have increasing earnings. When investors expect a recession in the near future, they expect earnings to decline, and they sell stocks. Conversely, they buy stocks when they expect a strong economy. Similarly, the price of money or interest rates reflects the supply and demand for money. Since everyone uses money, interest rates are important to all of us and can affect the strength of the economy. Importance of interest rates. Interest rates determine how much a business can borrow. When rates are low, it can borrow a lot of money and expand its operations. However, when rates are high, it must cut back on production and may even have to fire some of the staff. The economy declines into a recession. Recessions depress the earnings that motivate investors, so they sell stocks when they see an economic slowdown coming. Mortgage rates are probably the largest influence on our economy. Low mortgage rates allow more people to buy homes and all the furnishings, lawnmowers, and kiddie pools that go with them. New homeowners keep factories humming. Of course, high mortgage rates cause people to keep renting small apartments without room to accumulate manufactured goods. They don't want to paint and repair the landlord's property, and they certainly don't want to upgrade the mechanics or smart wire for technology. Interest rates, especially mortgages, are one of the major determinants of the strength of our economy. Because interest rates have such a large impact on the economy. They change direction before the economy does. Investors understand this relationship. They also know the importance of the economy on the stock market, so they use interest rates to forecast major changes in the direction of the stock market. Interest-bearing loans trade in the marketplace like any other item with economic value. While their prices change according to supply and demand, the underlying contracts continue to specify the required interest rates and payment dates. We use the term yield to take all of these variables into consideration and calculate what an investor actually earns given the price he or she paid for the security. Yields on government securities are particularly important. A graph of them, from the shortest maturity dates to the longest dates, is called the Treasury Yield Curve. Investors use this yield curve as one of their primary tools for anticipating directional changes in the economy and the stock market. The shape of the yield curve is key. The shape of the U.S. Treasury yield curve is the key to our roadmap because it tells us what investors think will happen to both the economy and the stock market. As you know, the yield curve is a graph of each Treasury security. From 30-day bills to 30-year bonds, and the return for each investment, you may expect to get an annual rate of 3%, for example, if you lend the government your money for 30 days, and 6% if you lend the money for 30 years. Beyond the intuitive fairness of this arrangement, there are sound economic principles at work. 
The yield curve is a picture of decisions regarding the future of interest rates. Because these decisions imply a forecast of future interest rates, the yield curve is also a picture of this interest rate forecast. Bond market investors give us a picture of their expectations for future interest rates in a yield curve. The yield curve predicts. Economists consider the yield curve to be a useful tool for predicting the business cycle and the stock market in most industrialized countries. There is a growing body of knowledge, notably the work of Fabio Manetta, suggesting that the yield curve also predicts economic cycles in the eurozone. Investors take his work one step further and use the shape of the yield curve to predict the direction of stock markets in that part of the world. You can download his work from the Social Science Research Network website at http://ssrn.com/abstract equal sign 487474. The Chartered Financial Analysts Institute website at www.cfainstitute.org is an excellent source of scholarly research on all yield curve analysis. Summary The investment map that we will develop is based on the fundamental economics of supply and demand. Prices allocate scarce supplies of everything from apples to U.S. Treasury bonds. Higher prices mean lower returns, or yields, on all our purchases, whether they are houses, apples, or bonds. The yields of all Treasury securities from short-term bills to long-term bonds are reflected on the graph called the yield curve. Investors know that the shape of this curve forecasts the direction of both the economy and the stock market in most industrialized nations. A normal upward-sloping curve suggests a strong economy and stock market.